0: I honestly should increase the price a lot today. There's a couple features I came out with recently where people are making hundreds of dollars a day using it. So um, I certainly could increase prices, but people like that it's, you know, reasonably priced.
1: You are listening to conversations with Nathan Latka. Now, if you're hearing this, it means you're not currently on our subscriber feed. To subscribe, go to getlatka.com. When you subscribe, you won't hear ads like this one. You'll get the full interviews. Right now, you're only hearing partial interviews. And you'll get interviews three weeks earlier from founders, thinkers, and people I find interesting, like Hello, everyone. My guest today is Jordan O'Connor. He was born and raised in rural western New York. He went to engineering school and worked as an electrical engineer for seven years. He started Closet Tools, that's closet.tools, as a way to pay down student loans and transitioned to full-time founder when it made more than double uh, uh, what he made at his full-time job. All right, Jordan, you ready to take us to the top? Let's do it. All right, how much in debt were you coming out of college?
0: Uh, So combined with my wife is about
1: 200k. Wow. That's incredible. And what did you study? Was it electrical engineering?
0: Yeah. So I went for electrical engineering. She went for health science, but my, mine was mostly about 150. I did, I loaned out everything, housing, everything, and, you know, and didn't have any help there. So uh, it was hundred percent loans that paid through college. That's, inc- I
1: mean, so, so, I mean, what are you thinking as you graduate? I mean, is it a scary feeling Were you already married, were you already with your wife at that point or your girlfriend?
0: Yeah, so pretty much got married uh, about six months after I graduated. And, it, you know, of course, the six, six months is right about when the loans start being due. And uh, so I was thinking once, I, once I, the payments started coming in and it was like, you know, 1500 bucks a month or something like that, and that was on like the low end, that's like push it out like 30 years or something. Uh, I was like, wow, this is not really what I signed up for. Uh, put the budget pretty tight for sure.
1: And so how did you, I mean, you, you took a full-time job though out of college, right? Yep. Yeah. So I
0: transitioned, I did a, like an internship out of college and I transitioned right into full-time employment. Um, and my wife, she actually got pregnant pretty early in our marriage. So she just stayed home with the kids. So it was just a single income.
1: So how old are you today?
0: So I'm 28. 20, and
1: you graduated what year? Uh, 2015. So. Okay. Five years ago. so, tr- so. You said you did engineering for seven years. So you were already doing this when you were still in college.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was the same job, but just different label on it, basically.
1: Yep. I, I see. Got it. So sorry. And you said you're 20, how much, 20 what today? 28. 28 today. Okay. Interesting. And, and graduated five years ago. So um, when did you, I mean, help me think through the transition of like, you're balancing your expenses, your student loan debt, pregnant wife, you have a job right? Which, you know, you yeah. know, the, you know them well, cause you already worked with them in college. I mean, what were they, what were they paying you at full-time salary right out of college?
0: Um, I think I started at like 72 K something like that. Cost of living is really low here. So the salaries are pretty low.
1: Where are you? Um,
0: uh, close to Rochester, New York. Um, yep. So, you know, it, it for the area, that's pretty average pay. Um, especially starting out, just getting into college and stuff like that. But, um, you know, the, the net take home pays like, you know, 4200 a month or something like that. Um, and so between my debt and my wife's debt, it was like almost half of our income was going to student loans, which was kind of crazy.
1: And she wasn't working, right? Because you have the kiddo. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Crazy. Okay. So what does Closet Tools do and when did you launch it?
0: So I started that uh, just over two years ago. And it's an interesting story. So I actually started it for my wife. So she actually started selling clothes on Poshmark um, just as a way to get some additional income. And uh, she was doing a lot of uh, manual tasks, the way that Poshmark set up. Uh, you have to uh, share your items and you have to engage with other users and stuff like that. Um, and she was spending a lot of time doing that. And I looked at it and I was like, I, I feel like I can automate that. Um, and I was just in the middle of learning some web development stuff and you know, learning JavaScript. And so I wrote a little script. It automated a few things. She was using it. Her closet was doing really well with it. And I wrote a blog post about it uh, on my personal blog. And then it was maybe a few months later, Google picked up on it. I started ranking in some, uh, SEO for some SEO terms. And, uh, I started getting emails from people saying like, you know, can I use this? Like, what does it do? How does it work? Um, and so that was kind of in the back of my mind for almost a whole year, uh, before I even started closet tools. Um, I, I kind of had that validation of like, people want this thing. Um, and, and so that's kind
1: of how it got started. What, how were they finding on Google? Like what keywords were they searching?
0: Uh, so I had written like a, like kind of a short blog post, like this is a Poshmark, you know, automation script. So anybody that's searching that, right? Like Poshmark automation, um, Poshmark bot, those types of things. Um, my, my posts started coming up in those search results.
1: Yeah, you rank, you have one article that brings in most of your organic traffic. It's at closet.tools forward slash poshmark hyphen bot. And you rank number one for poshmark share bot, poshmark bots, poshmark bot, poshmark, bot, poshmark algorithm. Uh, and yep. these bring you several hundred clicks per month. So this is, this yep. was how you got your first customers in.
0: Um No. Well, so, I mean, that's today, right? Uh, two, you know, two years ago, I, I, I bought the domain, right? So you don't have all that traffic coming in.
1: Um, how much was that? I,
0: I mean, it was just a, you know, it was like 12 bucks a year or something like that. It was, you know, it's nothing crazy. Um, but my initial traffic actually came from Reddit. There's a Poshmark subreddit and they were pretty lax back then about Poshmark bots and stuff like that. So I actually was like, Hey, I made this thing, uh, give me your email and I'll give you the, the, the beta script for free. And then you give me feedback. And then, so I did that and I got about 150 signups, uh, for the free one. And then, um, I took uh, about two months and kind of wrapped it around a SaAS package. So, you know, I did billing and stuff like that and made an actual GUI for it. And, um, and then I flipped it on them and sold it for 30 bucks a month. And that's, and I got, I think 10, 10 customers the first day
1: of the one fifty. Yep. That's yep. amazing. How many customers today? Uh, just, just about a thousand now. Wow. Okay. And what are they are still, still paying about 30 bucks a month each?
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I haven't changed the price. I priced it high early. It was definitely like looking back, I never would have charged that, but I know like SaaS advice all along is like charge way more than you think it should be. Um, so I did that. I honestly should increase the price a lot today. There's a couple features I came out with recently where people are making hundreds of dollars a day using it. So, um, I certainly could increase prices, but people like that it's, you know, reasonably priced. So, so. Mm-hmm.
1: and, and so a thousand paying 30 bucks, I mean, So it's doing about 30,000 bucks a month right now in revenue.
0: Yeah, just about. I mean, I have annual subscriptions. It's 250 a year. So I'm at like 28 K.
1: Yeah. I mean, still impressive and significantly high. What is that annually? That is about $360,000 annually or about six times your yeah. full-time electrical engineering salary out of college. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, tr- yeah. Trust me. It's, it's kind of crazy and it's been interesting because it's been so, uh, not slow, but just like consistent. Um, and it's because of the SEO. So that's one thing I kind of wanted to talk about is like how SEO has been a main traffic driver. Um, There's a real big stigma against Poshmark bots uh, on Poshmark. A lot of people are against them because it's, you know, it's automation. It's kind of like cheating. Right. Um, And so if you try to advertise on social media, you get eaten up. These people are in the comments, like this is garbage. Like you're a bot, like nobody likes you, but by ranking on SEO, you're just getting the people that are looking for the thing that you're already offering. And so these are the people that are, you know, incognito mode, like, oh, I want a Poshmark bot, you know, and so by ranking for all those terms, that's, you know, that's, that's how I've been consistently able to add the right people to the tool. And so it's just been growing from there.
1: You've also written great pieces like, you know, Poshmark selling tips, Poshmark tips, tips for selling on Poshmark, and these do well for you as well.
0: Yep. Yeah. And so I I had studied a lot of SEO things, um, you know, years ago. And so I knew exactly how to rank for specific keywords. And of course, nobody else is writing for these things. So, you know, it was very easy to rank for them. Um, But I also did a good job to make sure that I was writing the best content so I wouldn't get outranked by some other competitors or anything like that.
1: Yeah, that's right. I mean, you targeted the the volume on all these keywords. They're all under 600 searches per month. But because you rank number like one or two or three for all of them, you're getting like 80, 90 clicks on on each of them. Um, And these are long. I mean, I'm on one of the articles right now. I mean, I can tell this takes a long time to write. Nothing sexy or fancy, but but it's clear there's H1 tags. It's clear the H1 tags are like strategic, right? It's clear Uh you put a lot of thought into this.
0: Yep. Yeah. 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 It's all strategy. yeah, that's, that's, that's been huge for me. And I think, um, uh, you know, over the last two years, I kind of wrote them all very quickly in the beginning and then I'll do like a 2020 update, right? Where I add some stuff for, for now, but it still ranks. Good.
1: Yeah. How many, sorry, you put out how many total articles you have?
0: Uh, it's something like six or something. It's nothing, not a lot.
1: Guys. Yeah. So there, I mean, there you have it, right? Your SEO strategy doesn't have to be like launch a, a blog and hire 20,000 writers and do this. So you can just hyper target six, yep. six things, update them once a year make sure they're smart and build a $30,000 a month business, right? Jordan. That's the way to do it. That's right. That's right. Yep. What were you at 12 months ago in terms of revenue?
0: Um, I mean, do you want me to look or you want me to just guess?
1: Yeah. Let me look. Tell us what you're doing too. So what tool do you use to track this?
0: Uh, so I use all stripe for everything. Um, let's see, 12 months, 12 months. I was at 12, basically 12K. 12 K
1: 12,000. Okay. Interesting. And you've done all this bootstrapped, right?
0: Yeah. hundred percent bootstrapped and, you know, it helped having a job. So I, you know, I didn't have any, you know, it's not like I quit my job. Uh, I actually kind of had them both in sync for about two years. Um, and so I, you know, yeah, it's a hundred percent bootstrapped.
1: Would you ever raise capital if it was on the right terms? Uh,
0: I don't think so. I think I would only ever sell really. Um, I, I think the market's very, uh, it's not huge. Um, and I think that, I don't know. I'm, I I actually don't know how big it is, but I know that there's a bot that was, you know, it's been in existence for a long time, many years before mine was, and you know, it's got like 6,000 users or something like that. So that's, I feel like that's kind of the market size. Um, so I don't think it's worth like, you know, pumping, you know, a million into it or something to see if you can capture the whole market. Um, How
1: are you capturing the market today? Are you doing any paid stuff? Like what's your CAC to get a $30 a month customer?
0: Yeah, you know, I don't actually know what my CAC is. Um, I actually don't do a lot of tracking, but I do I do about 3k in Google Ads. So it's all those same keywords that I rank for SEO-wise. I'm still I'm doubling down on those and running ads on those too.
1: And how many new uh, customers do you get per month?
0: Uh, right now I'm about 420 I got in the last month. So I'm doing over 10 free trials a day.
1: Uh, but how many new customers
0: Yeah. So new free trials would be new, uh, you know, about 420 in the last month I've done.
1: But so you're paying about seven bucks if you're spending three grand, seven bucks a trial, but how many of the trials convert to paid? Uh, 40%. Okay. Got it. So to call it 200 ish on the $3,000 spend. So you're paying like 15 bucks to get a $30 a month customer.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Rough math. That sounds about right.
1: I mean, yeah, that math, that math works. That's also impressive. I mean, you have a thousand total customers and you're adding 200 new customers every month. That's like a crazy, that's a high, high growth rate.
0: Yeah, it's growing faster now than it ever has, really. Um, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I think um, I think word of mouth, honestly, is a huge driving factor. There's a very, you know, the people that actually use bots, they, you know, are very close with each other. So they actually talk about it a lot. Um, but I also think I actually just started doing advertising uh, back in March, I think February. So, I mean, that just obviously amplified that, uh, the free trials I was doing probably closer to like, um, you know, 200 free trials, you know, several months ago a month.
1: Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, would you, why, why wouldn't you go try and maybe raise like $60,000 in like debt so you don't have to sell equity and use that money to run some ad experiments to keep fueling this growth
0: Um, I don't know, uh, mostly because I don't know what would actually happen. Um, obviously I could probably pay it off and it would be fine. Um, but for now, it's actually kind of nice that it just grows consistently because I'm able to manage, you know, I have to do all the customer support, you know, I have to do anytime anything breaks, you know, because it's a third party app, it's not like there's an official Poshmark API. Um, you know, things break when Poshmark updates the site. I have to spend all night fixing the app so that the next day people can use it,
1: um, Jordan, try, try something with me real quick uh, on your computer. Uh, go to, go to founderpath.com and scroll down to the second part. You'll see a big calculator. Okay. Okay. And type in like, okay, you're doing three grand a month in ads. Let's say you want to run an experiment and spend another 5k type in like type in like 60 grand. Okay. Okay. What's it tell you on the left, right above the purple button? It'll say, Hey, can you take 60 grand now and make more than X and MRR? What's the X?
0: Uh, 1670.
1: Yeah. So that's the question. Could you take 60 grand today and add more than 1700 bucks in new MRR?
0: Oh, um, I would say of course. I mean, I think I could do that anyways, though. I think that's the, probably the difference for me, but oh yeah, hundred percent.
1: Interesting. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the whole thing, I guess really is sort of like what you want to do with the company. Do you want to sort of keep growing it exactly how you're growing it? And can you're content with that? And if you like, if you try and grow faster, it could break. So you don't want to invest additional capital. Um, which is fine, a fine answer too, by the way.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think uh, yeah. I've I've always been hesitant to to grow it too fast, I guess, um, especially because I am a you know just one person, you know, and I don't really want to hire a team. I would much rather just be me. It's much less responsibility uh, on my end. So you know, like the last month, you know, I just told you I had my third kid. Like I, you know, I didn't write a line of code for an entire month, and you know, I just answered some emails and stuff like that. That was basically it. So it's kind of a nice, pretty sweet gig for now
1: yeah, I can imagine what's churn look like? What's annual revenue churn or monthly revenue churn?
0: Um, the churn numbers are I don't think they're completely accurate, but it says fifteen point four percent right now. Um, yeah, it says it's high churn, but the way I have it set up is if like if they miss a billing payment, um, then they are immediately churned. But there's a significant percentage of those people that come right back on if they miss a payment or something like that. So
1: and that's monthly. Monthly 15% or annually? Um,
0: that would be in the last, uh, that's the last 12 months because I had it set up.
1: Okay, um, so 15% annual churn. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. That's actually not horrible for this price point. Um, interesting. Very cool. And, and obviously profitable, right? I mean, so you pay yourself, you pay someone ad spends. I mean, what are you profiting per month? Basically like 20 grand? 50?
0: Yeah, it's ridiculous at this point. Yeah, it's, it's something like that. It's kind of crazy. So yeah, 20 25, something like that.
1: So, so what would, I mean, if someone came to you and offered you something like, you know, 5X EBITDA multiple, so if you're doing 25 grand a month in profits, that's two, that's 300 grand a year in profits, essentially. If someone offered you like, I don't know, some multiple on that, would, would you take a deal?
0: Um, I don't know. I think, uh, I'd want to get it a little bigger. If I got probably above maybe like the 2 million, 3 million mark, I'd probably take it. Um, I did get some offers several months ago, but I was making, you know, 20K, they wanted like they wanted to do like 600 K or something like that. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I, I'm going to do that anyways, probably. So, you know, in the next year or two, so I don't know, it wasn't really worth it for me, for me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's not worth giving up your freedom. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Very cool, man. All right. Let's wrap up with your famous five. Number one, favorite business book.
0: Uh, favorite business book. I like deep work Cal Newport. That's a good one.
1: Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Um, uh, no, not really. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building your company? I think I'd say Stripe. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night?
0: <laughs> uh, it changes, uh, the last week, probably about five, uh, but I try to get eight.
1: <laughs> yep. Yep. Anywhere in between. Yeah. Cause you're 28, three kids married, right? Yep. Yep. Last so. question. What do you wish your 20 year old self knew?
0: Um, I wish my 20-year-old self knew how to code. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Guys, there you have it. Closet tools, uh, closet.tools. He came out of college with 200 grand in debt, took a $72,000 engineering job annually, then launched his own company to help his wife. That tool is now doing $30,000 a month in revenue, $20,000 in profit, um, making you know, four, five, six X what he was doing in a full-time job, scaling nicely, all bootstrapped, over 1,000 customers paying 30 bucks a month. Congratulations, Dora, and thanks for taking us to the top.
0: Thanks, man. Thanks for having me.